Hello everybody and welcome to the Mycidian Legend. My name is Alex Scott and this is our first episode. Uh, so this podcast is going to be all about my locals play and improving as a player. Uh, so the idea is that I'm going to review my locals experience every single week. That means we're going to talk about my deck list, we're going to talk about how the matches went, and we're going to talk about how I can improve as a player. So my hope is that you can learn from this uh, and, you know, things I do well and maybe even things I don't do well. Uh, and then hopefully I can bring on some guests at some point, some of my local players or maybe even some players from other cities. So we're going to start off with uh, the first deck that I wanted to talk about, uh, which is an Ice Earth deck. And I call it Ice Earth, Wraith, and Toto. So you might have guessed that this has the new Cloud of Darkness 3CP Dark Ford, and we also have the new Shantoto, the 9CP, from the Wraith vs. Onion Knight starter deck. These cards are super fun to play with, and I was really excited about uh, Shantoto, and I wanted to put Shantoto into a deck list. So I thought to myself, okay, Shantoto has an awesome effect. What if I can use it lots of times? Okay, I'll play with Renoa. I'll put Renoa in there, and then I can flash Shantoto and and uh, and use her ability over and over. Uh, and then I started looking at uh, Emperor Castal, who's been really popular lately in the meta. And I thought, okay, I'm gonna pair Emperor Castal with a new, uh, with some sort of a dark forward, and I wanted to try Cloud of Darkness. Now, I wasn't actually sold on Cloud of Darkness initially. Um, but now that I've played with it a ton, I can say that it is insane. It is such a good uh, card. It's almost always one CP uh, because it's, uh, sorry, and I say almost always, but I mean it's always one CP net because it has the text when Cloud of Darkness leaves the field. Um, so unless somebody blanks this card with like Yuri or Kukulain, you are going to draw a card off of it. Uh, you are often going to draw or be able to select which card you draw off of, off of it which is the way to go like if you can have selective draw that's good uh, and this card is also a beater it gets really powerful um, so it's just high value uh, it's even better than Galdis and I love Galdis so without further ado let's get into it we're going to talk about the deck list so I've kind of divided the deck list into a bunch of different categories. Uh, if you're watching the video version of this, you're going to have a deck list image in front of you. Um, but I'm basically going to talk about uh, the different facets of the deck. So it's an Ice Earth deck uh, with 27 Fords, 6 Summons, and 17 Backups. Um, most of the deck is Ice, but we do run some Earth. So the first package that I'll talk about is the basic discard package. So this is your Sarah 3CP, your Sid Reigns, your Glacia, um, and Edward, and then we also have Squall and Laguna. So this is the 5CP Laguna that's gonna search any ice forward from your deck, and the Opus 1 Squall that can make you and your opponent discard two if you control Laguna. So the idea here is that you play Squall uh, when you have no cards in hand and you control Laguna to make your opponent discard two and you discard zero. And this is a really awesome uh, play because it's like a Sephiroth but you didn't have to spend seven on it. Um, so 
the idea also is that you play this combo off of if you have one backup you're playing it with five cards in hand that's how you're gonna play Laguna and then play Squall and uh, have no cards in hand to discard and you get two big forwards uh, or if you're on three backups four cards from hand so we also have uh, a number of search options in this deck um, so and ways to draw cards so lock uh, the four CP backup is super awesome uh, you can just I mean I use it 99% of the time just to search other backups it's uh, just a really good way to curve out and make sure that you are um, that you're able to set up as fast as your opponent. So I use lock sometimes in the late game to uh, to actually to search your forward, but honestly, 99% of the time it's searching a backup. Uh, he's also a really good target for Vincent to break, um, so that's another reason why he's great in this deck. Uh, so I also have some ice staples in the deck, and that would be um, Genesis and Celis. So those are both really potent. Um, Genesis is great at just uh, stopping your opponent and snowballing early, and Celis, for the same reason, can freeze important backups like Fusoya or just interrupt their curve, and then you can combo it with things like Sid Reigns, so when you deal damage that it uh, actually is able to ping things off. Uh, a couple of Earth staples that I run, uh, I have Wall just for its uh, ability to push through decks by itself. Its deal 3k to a dull forward effect also combos with Lastwell, Sid Reigns, and Celis, uh, and Vincent. Um, and then I'm also running a Noctis, and just one solo Noctis. It's great against um, aggro, uh, and this deck can set up slowly sometimes, so I really do enjoy the Noctis. Okay, looking at the finishers of the deck, we have Orphan, uh, and I've chosen Orphan over Sephiroth because this deck isn't fully made around discard. What I want to do is I want to develop an awesome backup line, I want to play some forwards, and I want to swing out and win the game, and Orphan helps me do that. That's what's going to help me close out games. Uh, so Renoa, I unfortunately only own two, otherwise I'd put more in because that's the that's the point of this deck. Uh, so Renoa is awesome for flickering a bunch of different forwards. You can use it on Vincent, you can use it on Cloud of Darkness to draw a card, uh, you can use it on Genesis, Celes, uh Cecil, Orphan, Shantoto, and uh, it's just really, really potent. So that's a great great way to finish people off, especially if you have something like Orphan, where you can uh, just uh, kind of clear out any blockers that would be blocking you. Alright, so on defense, we've got some summon cancelling in Celes and Edward. Uh, we also have Jill Nabat as a backup, and this is uh, kind of a meta choice right now. We're seeing a lot of fire creep back into the meta. People are are trying it out and that has a lot of backups that damage your forwards. Uh, we also have seen more Fusoya in the meta uh, and Wind is still up to its shenanigans with Alhanalem and now Franz joined the party and is pinging you uh, so I think that Jill is right now a very important include in Ice. Another package that we'll talk about 
is the recursion package. So this includes Miner, Minfilia, Apuru, and Scholar. And I'll be honest with you, I've actually already cut Scholar. I think uh, that it's just gonna be another search option, uh, possibly uh, a Castalian Empire Sid to search Zellas. Um, but uh, there's just not that many options for it to, to recur in this deck, just last well, Sid Reigns and Sarah. But the other options there, Minfilia, Minor, and Apuru, can recur any character in your uh, in your deck, which is huge. So you can pitch your Cecils and your Shantotos early and you can grab them back. You can grab back a Renoa for a big flicker. Uh, you can grab your Cloud of Darkness and, and just keep playing it for more and more value. Um, and you can grab things like, if you have a Cecil out, you can grab a Cecil out and use Dark, uh, so it's great for specials as well. Okay, the final category that we'll talk about, the final little package, as it were, is removal. And we have a lot of removal in this deck. We've got Hecaton here, uh, which is really important um, for trading your Cloud of Darkness into something bigger and drawing a card. And then you hopefully can play another Cloud of Darkness and then Hecaton it into something else. Uh, we also have Glacia, that's just a good card, uh, really handy with the discard, the dulling, the freezing in the 7k. Uh, Sid Reigns and Lastwell are both very potent removal. Uh, Shantoto has an incredible removal ability uh, to basically break any character cost three or less, so forwards, backups, and monsters. And the cool thing about Shantoto is you can bring something back like Vincent to kill uh, a forward. Uh, you can even do, I've had a play where I play Shantoto and then I break something of theirs and then I play Renoa. And I bring back, I flash my Shantoto, bring back Vincent, and kill a second uh, forward on their opponent's side. And in one turn, I've played Shantoto, Renoa, Vincent, and they've lost two forwards. So it's really, really powerful, um, and you can get a lot of uh, a lot of mileage out of those cards. I also play, so Cecil and Vincent, of course, uh, and then the Emperor backup is just solid. It's a good EX burst, um, and it's just a really good way to turn your extra backups uh, or doubles into uh, some removal in a pinch, um, and Ice needs that to be able to, to uh, remove some forwards. Finally, we have Emperor Gestal, who is just an MVP. He's unconditional removal uh, for whatever you come up against, and it's so easy to break him with uh, to play Cloud of Darkness or just break him in general. You can just do it without playing anything. And then you can bring him back with Minor, Minfilia, Puru, and play him again. Uh, you can break him with Vincent if you need to, so you can play something else. You have a ton of options there, and it just really helps round out your removal options. Okay, so this next section, I'm gonna talk about my matches from this week. So we had uh, nine, nine players this week at Magic Stronghold. So that's my local store in Vancouver, Canada. And uh, that means that we played four rounds. So the first round, I was playing against my good friend David, uh, and he was playing Firewater. Now, the thing you have to know about David is that he plays a ton of Firewater FF9. He knows the deck better than anyone I've played, and he's got a super refined list. Uh, but what he thought would be really funny is if he played the Opus 3 starter version and then did some 
very minor upgrades. So we put something in like 7CP Phoenix and the new Terra and, and like a couple other little upgrades. And but he left in a ton of cards. So he left in the backup Ranger. He left in Amarant. I had to actually stop recording there because um, my landlord's walking around my house right now with a hammer, um, just hitting in all the loose nails around the house. And he just did a full uh, 360 of the house. And uh, quite a bit of it came through on the recording, so I had to just make a big cut and, and edit. So we're going to start again uh, talking about uh, David's Firewater. So we had this pretty janky deck. I mean, to be honest, a lot of it was really um, still very good, um, but just some questionable stuff like the, the Omron. But you know what? We played some test matches on Tuesday last week and he was running this deck and he had some crazy turns where he was just hucking forwards at me and then he'd play um, fairy and reactivate uh, Amarant and then huck another forward and then play Zidane and then huck Amarant himself and just like clear my board with his forwards and, and ping damage and it was super entertaining. So anyway with, with this game uh, I opened pretty fast so I was playing some backups um, building up uh, my curve and unfortunately, David could not do the same. So we didn't have uh, as close a match as I would have liked. Um, some notes from this match. Cloud of Darkness was able to draw me three cards. I was able to play it three times um, and recur it, so recur it once. And it's just such high value. Um, David used removal on it, and I always came out ahead because... I'm paying one CP and he's paying more than that for his removal. Um, so I was able to close out this game. Uh, I even got to play me some nine CP Shantoto, and that was pretty fun. Round two was versus Mono Wind, and this was a pretty tough match. Um, so to give you an idea, I was halfway through, over halfway through the game, halfway through my deck, uh, before I saw an Earth backup, and. It was a miner that went into the damage zone, so I was not color fixed this match, and it left me with some really tough choices. Oftentimes, I had one Earth card in hand, and then when I got a second one, I'd have to pitch one Earth card to play the other Earth card. Um, and I wanted to keep all of my Earth cards. I wanted to play Shantoto. I wanted to play Cecil and Vincent, and uh, I had to end up pitching stuff like Hekas and get rid of my removal, which was would have come in handy later. Uh, so I was able to stick in this game for a while using Cloud of Darkness. Again, helped me draw uh, two cards in this game. Um, but I had a very reactive hand, and for a large portion of the beginning of the game, my opponent just played backups and was very conservative. And uh, I went second, so I had all of this removal, but I was unable to uh, to use anything, and I think there was even a turn where I had to pitch at the end of my turn because I had nothing to play uh, without overextending super hard into like a Diabolos or something. So I ended up losing that, that game at the end. Um, my opponent piled a, a bunch of forwards, as Mono Wind often does, and then dropped the Yishtola. Not that I'm running 7CP Shantoto. And that was about it, so um, I lost that round. Now my round three was versus uh, Water Lightning, uh, Agrius, and I got absolutely crushed super quickly. My opponent opened up with a turn one Agrius into a Brawn, uh, which 
searcher of Viking. He pitched the Viking and something else to play Layla Viking and passed. On my turn, I developed a backup and uh, took the three damage. And the next turn, I was able to play a Sid Reigns uh, to be able to clear out the Layla and make him discard. Now, here's where I made a big misplay. I had discarded my Squall, um, even though I had Laguna, thinking that, oh, I'm not going to get to play this. He's, he's pitching really fast. Uh, when actually on the second turn, I could have gone Laguna, search into whatever, uh, and then played Sid Reigns played Squall, made him discard two, and I would have gone up three forwards, uh, one of them's 9k, one of them's 8k, he would have lost his hand, and I would have stabilized. Uh, but what actually happened is I ended up playing um, a different card, I can't remember what I played, and uh, my opponent then played an Alua and followed it up with um, a Shoal, and uh, drew into two 3cp Ramus that would uh, doll my forwards and deal 7k to others and uh was very very quickly able to close me out so it was a quick game uh so i learned a little bit about that one i need to, to try to stabilize a little more and i also need to uh not let my opponent play a turn one agrius so that's my bad round four was versus mono fire which is really refreshing so we haven't had a lot of mono fire in the meta in a long time and it's kind of enjoying a renaissance right now because it's being seen in a lot of tournaments uh, and it has a lot of really good cards it's got a ton of value and it's kind of taken over from earth of being the big uh big forwards deck so you've got mono fire with all these different ways to win and all this value uh so we had um we had our fourth match and uh i had to mulligan and my mulligan was uh, nine CP Shantoto and two Ember Gestals and then two other Fords. Um, so I was freaking out. Luckily, I drew into Jilnabat, and which is very timely against Fire. Uh, I drew into Mog 13 and I drew into um, another backup. So I was just totally set. It was uh, very, very lucky for me. Uh, once again, Cloud of Darkness just kept getting value. I played it twice. It drew me cards twice. Um, I ended up getting to clean up the game with a combination of Orphan and 9CP Shantoto um, to clear those pesky three drops that Fire has. For example, Lease or um, Aroha is another example. Uh, so it was, uh, in the end, it was, it was a, a hard win, but like a, a very good match. So Finally, I'd like to talk about some of the improvements that I can make on this deck. Like I said, I'm already going to switch out the Scholar for some sort of a searcher, and it's probably going to be Castalian Empire Sid to search out Celas. Um, so let's take a look at what I might cut. To be honest, I think that Laguna and Squall are first on the chopping block. I really like the combo, but it's just not consistent. Uh, it's something that is not easy to set up so that you're perfectly uh, emptying your hand and not discarding from the symmetrical discard effect. Uh, so it's something that I don't want to bother with anymore. I do really like Laguna, um, so I might keep one Laguna in and cut one Laguna and one Squall. So the f I have three different options that I'm considering. Option number one, cut the Laguna and Squall, and I would put in a 5CP Kuja and a Vein from uh, Opus 2. 
So the Kuja would allow me to doll freeze, kind of help close out games, get a big beater out there, but it also lets me clear up backups. And this will allow me to play things like, um, like the Emperor Gestal again. So that's pretty useful on its own. AX Burst is always good. The Vein is also just very relevant, shutting down cards like Bart's, Fina, Cloud of Darkness, um, Orphan, Sephiroth, etc. There's so many five costs or higher now, Nail, uh, that you can uh, shut down a lot with it. So this is the option that right now, this is what I'm leaning towards. Option number two is to cut two Lagunas and one Squall, so three cards total, and then I would put in the three Sephiroth package. And there's certainly an argument to be made for this. I've got Renoa's, um, I've got Recursion, so I can flicker my Sephiroth and make them discard lots. I can play an Apuru and grab a Sephiroth back and then use uh, his special to make them discard again. So there's a lot of support in this deck, um, but I'm trying to go a different way with this deck. I don't, I don't always want to, um, just play the like defined ice build and I think that there's a case to not play Sephiroth I think sometimes he's too expensive I think sometimes your opponent plays uh, a low hand size and he becomes bad and if you're not going full discard with Sidalstein then I'm not going to bother with Sephiroth so option number three would be to cut just one Laguna and the Squall and to put in more Earth cards. And to be honest, I would just throw in another Noctis and another Wall. They're both really good cards. They're both really solid um, cards that are just staples. They, and I, uh, with, with Wall, he just combos with a lot of things in this deck. Um, so I, I am also going to cut one Sarah for Gabranth. Um, I already have one Sarah and I have two Sid Reigns and two Orphans. So Mog 13 has a lot of search targets and I don't have a boost for Sarah besides one two CP Carbuncle. So I don't really need to have uh, two Sarahs in the deck. I have lots of ways to make people discard. And I think this Gabranth is gonna help me search out my Shantoto, uh, my Orphan, uh, Cecil, etc. And I think that that's gonna be a pretty valuable addition. All right, I think we're gonna wrap it up there for the first episode of The Mycidian Legend. Uh, and I wanna thank everybody for listening. I know that this is a pretty short podcast format, but it doesn't have to be that long considering that I'm just going over one night of locals and, and kind of detailing a deck that I've built. Um, and I think that it's going to be a little longer in the future if I'm able to bring on guests, etc. But it's also very difficult to uh, talk by yourself for this long. It's something that I'm sure I'm going to get better at as time goes on. Uh, but for now, I hope that uh, you enjoyed it and uh, that you come back and listen to me again. Thanks a lot. See you next time.